Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, let's dive into another late show on a Tuesday night. News Talk 830-WCCO, happy to have you here for the next two and a half hours. Wolves basketball again tonight. Tonight, the opponent, the L.A. Clippers. The L.A. Clippers, not the Golden State Warriors. I'd like to I'd like to redo. I mean, I get it, Jason. Jason DeRussia clearly not happy with the Wolves. He's upset with what happened on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He tried to put the Golden State Warriors back on the schedule tonight. That's not happening, people. So I'm just telling you, we've moved on. Okay, we moved on. We're 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 on to the Clippers. Yeah, we're on to the Clippers. He yeah. should have called them the San Diego Clippers. <laughs> And then eventually, what do we end up going? We're going to call the, the Sacramento Kings, the Kansas City Kings. Yes. I mean, how does Let, that work? Let's just go all the way back. Yeah, I all the way you. back. All right. So we got plenty of things to talk about over the course of the next two and a half hours, uh, and we have a couple of guests on the show tonight. But I wanted to actually start with the guy that's always willing to make it happen, and I don't know if the G is is for gangster. Because he is a G, but Bill Guerin is, he's aggressive, and I like it, okay? And, and, and let me put this into context, okay, with the Minnesota Wild. The Minnesota Wild today have made a few transactions, okay? And let's just get into the particulars of who they acquired. Forget about what they gave up, okay? Because this stuff is happening, like, so fast that I'm not sure all of the pieces because, like, the Nyquist move was just made within, like, the last 20 or 30 minutes, according to Michael Russo. Mm-hmm. But the the earlier trade was Marcus Johansson um, was traded to the Minnesota Wild, and he is – and he's back because he was previously with the Wild in the COVID-shortened season in 2021. Yep. They traded away a third-round draft pick, okay, for him. My point in, in in bringing up Bill Guerin and any moves that he's making right now is that every single year at this time, Bill Guerin's making moves like the gangster that he is. Okay? And I love that because there are GMs in sports, people that are in positions to make moves. Or even when it seems like they're incapable of making moves, finds a way to make a move, okay? And I love that about him because it's very easy, at least in my opinion, for Bill Guerin to look at the team that he has and some of the young studs that he's given money to and look at the fact 
that without Suter and Parisi here, and you mm-hmm. still have to deal with their money, yes. that he could easily be like, I can't do anything. I'm handcuffed. He's not going with the I'm handcuffed card. And I love that. That is something that he should be applauded for. Because, look, what is his title? General manager. What is his job? To make the Minnesota Wild a better hockey team. The best hockey team that he possibly can make them within the confines of that year. Yes. I think that he aims to do that every single year. I truly do. I don't think that every GM, every single year, does the great does a great job of maneuvering and trying to add to all the pieces to the puzzle. Whether they all fit or not, that's one other thing. But the aggressiveness that he shows, I appreciate it. I like it. And I respect it. Any um, hockey fans out there that like these moves, hate these moves, or whatever, or have, just have a take about Bill Guerin and just his process and how he goes about his business, I'd love to get your reaction at 651-461-9226. But where, do, do you agree with my take on Bill Guerin? Because yes. I, 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 I do appreciate it. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it's a breath of fresh air because we've seen other GMs in this town, in this market, do things and step out – but he does it every single season. He, he does. And we have seen general managers of other franchises that are near and dear to our heart that you're like, okay, make a move, do something. You know, it's the old meme with the, the stick person poking something with the stick, but do something. And they don't. Whether, you know, you're going to add you know somebody to the defense, you're going to add a starting pitcher, you're going to add a forward or center, whoever. Here's the thing about Bill Guerin is some guys come in and you want them to make moves, but they don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, they'll, I mean, it's like rearranging deck chairs, deck chairs on the Titanic. Here's the thing about Bill Guerin. He comes in with a track record. Mm-hmm. 18 seasons in the NHL. Winning Stanley Cups yes, with the Devils he's a champion. and Penguins. He's won a... He's got the pedigree. Yeah, he's won as a player and a general manager. So tell me, who are you going to trust? And and I'm glad you brought up the Parisian suitor thing because he ripped that off like a Band-Aid. He's like, we got to get rid of this. It's not death by paper cuts. But you, but I'm, glad, hold on, I'm glad you re-mentioned that because um, I mentioned it previously and, the, and you just brought it back up. I, I love that about him. The typical GM would have just played it out yeah. and been like, oh, there's nothing I can do. He said, "Nah, man, not, I'm not. I'm not playing that I'm game. Not playing I'm that. not. I'm not wasting any time." Well, I mean, how much goodwill? You know, would they say coaches are hired to be fired, right? I think the same thing with general managers. Anybody in sports, you are hired to be fired. And Bill Guerin has just completely. He comes and he puts the pedal to the metal, the proverbial balls to the proverbial wall, and he'll come in. He'll make those moves. And if you're aggressive and you see the moves that they made, you bring in Marcus Johansson, a guy who was here for a little while a couple of years ago. And, you know, this is not – this is like a multi-step process. And you traded for, uh, you know, Nyquist, the guy from Columbus, who's got the shoulder injury, who may not be back before the, you know, the, the end of the regular season. There are moves at play. Like, this is one on top of another. To me, I feel like Bill Guerin is always thinking two or three steps ahead. And that, I think that's something that for as hockey crazed as we are, I mean, 
we call ourselves the state of hockey. I mean, how much more egotistical can we be as a state mm-hmm. than to call ourselves the state of hockey? Well, and you got a guy like Bill Guerin running the team who knows hockey. I'm glad that you mentioned like thinking and looking further ahead because that's the thing about this Nyquist move. Because there, you would hope that he's going to be able to be available to you sooner than later. Yeah, but you don't know because of the injury. But but uh, 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 Gus Nyquist, they acquired him uh, from Columbus for twenty twenty three fifth round pick. So the pick that was involved in the um, um, Johansson trade, that's a twenty twenty four pick, third okay. rounder. The fifth round pick with the Nyquist deal is this season in twenty twenty three. And and I don't know, like in terms of what the value of a future pick in the NHL is. Me neither. I mean. I think at that point, you know, you look at the NBA different. The, you know, NBA's got two rounds. Major League Baseball's got like 90. The NFL's got seven. I mean, I think you can't look at one and say, okay, well, you give up a third round pick for such and such player. That's a good deal. That's a bad deal. I, I don't know how to look at that on the surface, but I'm trusting a guy that's got multiple Stanley Cups to figure out is that something you keep or do you package that? Again, do you make another deal? Because you make a deal to make a deal to make a deal. So, again, I, I, I trust. And I just wonder, too, they were on this little bit of a – because you hear these expectations going into the season. It didn't sound like people had really high expectations where it's Jesse Pierce or you know Dane Mizzitani or whoever you talk to. You go back and you're like they were expecting maybe a fringe playoff team, but they weren't expecting much. I mean, does yeah, this, I don't know what the expectations were. I mean, I I, rem- I remember vaguely, and I, again, I I thought Dane was one of. Maybe I could be wrong, but the the expectations were not high. But maybe you want to be competitive. You want a general manager to. Not well, I think sit you want to take the next step. Yeah, like you, like, like you the, do. The, the the natural progression is if you're a playoff team, just like with the Wolves, get back to the postseason and take the next step. Yeah. They didn't beat Memphis last year. They didn't win that series. No. Win a damn series. Yeah, the, yeah. The, That's the goal, what you yeah, want to do. The goal do. is to get there, yep. and then the next – yeah, you don't want to be content. And I don't feel like Bill Guerin is the sort of guy that's no. content with, okay, we're going to eke into the into the playoffs, and then you know maybe get lucky. Bill Guerin, <clears throat> to me, has much higher expectations. And for the Wild, even if – you know no matter what you thought coming in, the fact that he feels like you have a chance to make some moves this year, it's great. All right, 651-461-9226. If you'd like to weigh in, we could take a phone call. But also, when I was sitting here last night and we got the uh, the television monitors on in the studio, um, there was something that caught my eye, and I want to ask you guys, why do we watch it? We'll get to that next year on The League. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. If you want to hit us up on the text line, the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line, 651-461-9226. Your reaction to my Bill Guerin take? Because I like Bill Guerin. He's a badass when you're talking about GMs. He ain't scared. What I say yesterday, if you're scared, get a bodyguard. I love that. Bill Guerin does not need a bodyguard. He's big enough to be his own bodyguard. He's going to make moves. <laughs> he's going to make trades. He's going to wheel and deal. And he's going to live with the consequences. So we'll see how things shake out with the Minnesota Wild and the transactions that they've made um, today. And we'll try to get uh, Dame Mizzitani on before the end of the week to, uh, to talk about and get his reaction to these trades. I have an honest question that I must pose to you guys. And it, it it comes up because last night while we're doing the show, we're towards the end of the show. I looked over Chris Tubbs' right shoulder, and there was something that caught my eye on one of the televisions. Actually, there were a few things that caught my eye on, <laughs> on, the, on, on, the, on the television. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and then we were kind of like we're in a commercial break, and I'm paying attention to it, and I'm saying to myself, okay, outside of the aesthetic, I don't get why we're watching this. And it was The Bachelor. So full transparency, I don't watch The Bachelor, and I don't watch The Bachelorette. Those are not shows that I've ever watched, okay? Okay. And so – my question to anybody out there in the listening audience, I don't care what age you are, whether you're young, whether you're old, um, whether you're white, whether you're black, whether you're male, female, I don't care. But, but if you have an answer as to why you watch dating shows like The Bachelor, I'd love to hear it. Shoot me a text or give us a call, 651-461-9226, because I don't understand those shows. So now let, let me let me let me let me let me mention that with that comment that I just made of not understanding it. Let me mention though that I did once upon a time watch one of those shows where it's a bunch of women in the house with a guy, and they're trying to you know angle to date him and all mm-hmm. of that stuff to see how it plays out. I did watch it. For the comedy of it. Do you know what show it was? was I'm going to tell you. Okay. After watching it one year, though, yeah. I was like, I'm good. Okay. And it was the Flavor of Love thing. Oh, I love Flavor of Love. All right, so I just watched it because Flavor Flav, of Public Flav. I mean, I'm a hip-hop fan. Yeah. I watched it, but it was whack. Oh, yeah. Why do people watch The Bachelor? Like this guy, when I looked up there. All of the young women were attractive, mm-hmm. okay, um, and and we don't have the 
we don't have the um, audio on. No, here, we don't. Clearly, because we're doing a radio show. We we're, a mystery, we're at work. Yeah, we can do we, a Mystery Science Theater 3000. We, we, we've, got, we've got news on. we got uh, Fox News. and we got all this stuff on in here. <laughs> but but <laughs> what was that all about? Jeez, no. I say Fox News and you get all sick. No, no, um, no I got a tickle in my throat. And, and so I don't know what the conversation is, but I just don't get these shows. I, why are dating... I think that, Why are dating shows still popular? I think after I'm, all these it, years, to me, it's more enjoyable with a celebrity. Like at, at first, with like the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, you know, who wants to marry a millionaire? Like a lot of these. But has the Bachelor and Bachelorette ever been uh, celebrities, though? Not that I know of. The only one that I know of is um, Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer was on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and funny thing is, too, a, a friend of mine from Brandon Valley, South Dakota, Dale Moss. Uh, used to play football for South Dakota State. Now he does some modeling out in, in uh, New York City. Uh, he was on it too. Um, but I'm, I mean, outside of a handful of us, nobody knows Del Moss and South Dakota State fans. To me, number one, it was the novelty of it when it first started because it was so different. It was so unique. And I mean, let's be honest, they're going to put attractive, they're not going to put people like me on reality TV. They're going to put attractive looking people on TV. That's just, I mean, they go through like casting services and, and I mean, all of this stuff to build up these theatrics. The Bachelor's been on for 25 years. Okay. And, and, to wow. me, and to me, there comes a time where it run its course, just like any other reality TV genre, like Survivor. It was cool at first, and now it's just kind of run its course. To me, like the, the flavor of love, rock of love with Brett Michaels. I never even watched Survivor. You never watched one minute of Survivor? Not really. I'm going to okay. tell you what I did watch for an entire season. Okay. I watched, um, and it wasn't appointment TV where I had to like watch every single episode, but it was The Great Race. Okay. But that's different, though. That's like challenges. That's, that's stuff that you're physically, like you're on the go. Mm-hmm. This is dating, strictly dating. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just, it's, it's all of these silly little things that people will go through for love, right? And, and again. But why do we care that much about somebody else's dating life? I, I think just like because, I'm more consumed. I'm more, much more consumed with what I should be doing. It's just mindless entertainment. Like we look yeah, at guess. it, and it's just it's goofy. It's silly. It's t- to me, it's it's zoning out TV. That's what it is. And I think with you know f- reality shows that have celebrities, it's a different level. Is it fantasy? Would you say that, that there's a a, a, a touch think, of fantasy to I it? Like, like a, guys watching it, you they're, want fantasi- women to fight they're, over they're fantasizing about all these women fighting over a dude. Yeah, I, I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, what if I could Or make the a, women the same way. Oh, yeah, you know, I could potentially, I could sleep with this woman here and make out with this woman here, and I can do all of these things with all of these other women, and they're all fighting for my attention. There might be some of that to it, uh, but... I mean, to me, it's it's eye candy too, right? Again, it comes down to what is aesthetically pleasing and entertaining on television. And yeah, why aren't there any heavy set women on there? I mean, you know, it's they portray what kind of what you were saying, Henry. And again, I, I love reality TV. I, I love the trash TV. That's I live in that space. I've got no problems in saying that. I've always enjoyed it because it's just completely over-the-top ridiculous. But they do. They present this world that isn't real. And, I mean, to me, like, flavor. it was funny watching 
all of these women go head over heels for Flava Flav or Brett Michaels with Rock of Love. Like all of these little challenges and things that they had to do to, mm-hmm. you know, to spend time, to spend five minutes. But it was comedy though, too. Yeah, absolutely. Like they were acting a fool on that show. Absolutely. But it, it's to me when you're. And it's, and it's about Flava Flav, who's like a legendary hip hop artist. This guy, I don't even know who the Bachelor's real name is. Yeah, and, and I mean, when you're talking about real people, I, I I don't know. Again, it was fun when it first started. I don't know what the appeal of The Bachelor is right now. I, I don't, other than fantasizing that you could be that woman who's got all these men fawning over you or or vice versa. I yeah. mean, I, yeah. I don't get it. I, I don't get I, it. I, I don't know. I, I, and, I mean, there are so many different reality shows that – you know, married at first sight or things. My wife watches that, like married at first sight. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's out there. It's silly. Nothing's ever original. But as long as we keep watching it, they're going to keep sucked giving, in. Yep. Exactly. Yep, exactly. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. I'll get caught up on the local weather. And then we'll talk some NBA basketball with NBA insider from Bally Sports. His name is Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. His first time on the show. We'll talk to him next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. I've been following this cat on Twitter for some time, seeing his work, and actually met him when he came to the Twin Cities here a couple of months ago down at Target Center. And uh, happy to have him on the show for the first time uh, and I think that this will not be the last time. But his name is Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Uh, he is the lead NBA insider at Valley Sports Network, host of the Scoop B. Radio Podcast. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Scoop B. And he's joining us now on The Lake Show, courtesy of the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline. First off, Scoop, how you been, my friend? My brother, my brother, thank you for having me. I am recovering from... Half of the season fatigue. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, man, I am uh, trying to recover from the Minnesota Timberwolves haven't been doing a damn thing since the trade deadline passed. So that's the <laughs> that's what I'm dealing with, man. So so I want to talk some Wolves, and then I want to ask you a couple of national because you're a national uh, reporter uh, in in uh, in insider. So, but I want to start with the Wolves because you were here and, and you tracked the Wolves because the Wolves are one of the teams in the league. Uh, I just want your your thoughts just in general first about Anthony Edwards. I have been the biggest advocate for Anthony Edwards going back to even before he landed here in Minnesota um, as a guy that watched him uh, play at Georgia uh, and I'm all about college basketball because that's hands down my favorite thing I said that's the guy that I believe that's going to be able to elevate and become a superstar in the league made his first all-star game just a couple of weeks ago just your thoughts on on his game and where he's trending and how he's playing I'm gonna tell you um First of all, great question. Secondly, uh, I'll tell you when I really started to take a liking uh, to uh, Anthony Edwards. This was actually my visit to Minnesota back in um, that cold snap uh, back in December. Um, He was walking out of the locker room, and he was singing a song. He said, I'm a player. And I looked at him, and I'm a fan of the movie Friday. And I said, you ain't no player. (laughs) <laughs> and he started laughing. Of course, for those who are paying attention, that's a reference from uh, 
Friday when Pops was saying he he you, go back and watch it. Google yeah. you ain't no player on Friday, you'll get it. Yeah. Um, I think it was actually Friday after next or next Friday was one of those. But um, youthful guy, funny guy, fun loving guy, um, and, and and I think somebody that you build around. I think he won the hearts of many. Uh, after the um, All-Star game where he talked about load management and all that other stuff. But um, he's an exciting guy to watch, and he's a guy you, you want to root for. Um, but then you, you hear many of my colleagues discussing, well, is it Anthony Edwards' team or is it Carlos St. Townsend's team? Um, I, right now, Anthony Edwards is playing. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is still on the mend. Um, but – I think in this instance, you, you love the brilliance that he brings. I think this is a this is a guard or a swingman's league. Um, people like the fast uh, moving Ferrari, and so he's he's the hottest kid on the block. Um, and I think he's somebody that that the Timberwolves, if if, if smart, uh, will have for a very long time in the, in the Twin Cities. I, I I like his work. I absolutely agree, and I I don't think there's any question now that it's Anthony Edwards' team. It is his team now because not only does he have the game to match his personality, but like all of the other things that he's doing outside of or away from the court is resonating with fans. Now they're running some national um, commercial for one of the new movies that's coming out, and he's like walking through the wilderness with the guy with the gun. And, and that mo- I don't even know the name of the movie that's, that's coming out here in the next week or two, but he also was in a movie the Adam Sandler movie. So I think that, you know, the thing about Anthony Edwards is his stardom doesn't just, uh, uh, you know, stay on the basketball court. It extends past the basketball court. And that's the reason why I think that he's kind of the face of the franchise now. But with that being said, I want to get your reaction to just because Cat eventually is going to come back, but I'm not sure how this is going to look because since the Rudy Gobert trade, it's 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 really unique in that the Wolves are trying to go big while the rest of the league was trending going smaller. Um, yeah, I see your point of view, but I also think um, so. I, I'll give an example. Um, you look at the Los Angeles Lakers comparatively um, over the last few years prior to LeBron's injury on Sunday. There was always this plan or this belief. Um, that it would become Anthony Davis's team, right, comparatively. So LeBron, you know what he does. You know the point system. You know all of that. You're him breaking career's record. But, like, it was built to be Anthony – excuse me, Anthony Davis's team. Comparatively, when you look at the Timberwolves, they're no Lakers. They do have that Minneapolis Laker tie. Uh, <laughs> but comparatively, when you look at you, you look at Anthony Edwards and you look at Carl Anthony Towns, um, is it really any – like – is is it really anybody's team? Like they haven't. It's 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 not real. It's Cat's team by him being the face for so many years, but they haven't won anything. Yeah. They, they've made a, pl- a playoff appearance, a play in a t- tournament appearance, and it, it, it seemed you know going back to when the Warriors were on their their dynamic run, it seemed that that team. You know, you look back to Zach Levine. You look back to. Um, Andrew Wiggins, it just, the, the, the Warriors, or excuse me, the Timberwolves never really popped. You saw the Jimmy Butler era. I actually think that Jimmy was the old head at the gym that needed to be hard on those guys. But it, none of those eras seemed to materialize themselves. And then along comes the first overall pick in the 2020 draft, and, and Anthony Edwards, this guy from Atlanta, Georgia, um, that ain't never scared. And yeah. um I think it's a breath of fresh air, and it's something that was needed. But 
Um, I, and to directly answer your question, why can't it be both of their teams? Why can't Batman and Superman coexist in a movie? Yeah, I, I don't. You know the, you know the reason why. Um, I, no, you're right. I think that they can coexist, but. I think that they're, and this is just something just because of living here, and, and Timberwolves fans know this. I think there's a level of maturity that Timberwolves fans have been waiting to see if Cat's going to get to that he hasn't quite all the way gotten to quite yet at this particular point. We're talking to Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. He's the host of the Scoop B. Radio Podcast and also Senior Lead NBA Insider at Bally Sports Network. He's joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. With all of that being said, Getting a healthy Carl Anthony Towns back, um, hopefully sometime soon. Do you think that the Minnesota Timberwolves are a playoff team? I thought they were a playoff team going into the the regular season. I'm not sure. Um, they're 31 and 32. Um, they're four and six in their last ten. Uh, the Warriors are starting to take shape. I think the team that they're going to have to compete with if they're a playing team is, is definitely the Utah Jazz, who won two straight at the time of this show. Um, I don't see the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Suns, Clippers going anywhere. Mavs, we'll see. The jury's still out. Um, and I think that the Lakers at this point, uh, with LeBron going down, will they still compete? They've got some reinforcements. I think the tip with the Lakers – and their LeBron situation being what it is, I think the Timberwolves have a shot at the eighth seed. Um, you know, they're they're basically have a similar record to the Warriors, not too far off from the Mavericks. I just think that the Western Conference is in such an – it's literally uh, Will Smith and Cisco were prophetic when they talked about going straight through the wild, wild west. Um, I, I just think that the Timberwolves, they do have a shot. Um, and the bottom side of the, the, the top eight teams is the Jazz – um, and I'm not sleeping on the Warriors, so it's a, it, they have a chance. Um, I hope that Cat gets healthy. Um, know him and his family very well, but um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Hey, Scoop, let me ask you about something in the West. I mean, not in the West, but in the Eastern Conference. Excuse me. The, in the Eastern Conference, everybody, you know, they 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 hail to and look look upon the the Milwaukee Bucks as the team, and they they're playing spectacular basketball right now. The Celtics are viewed favorably. I think the Philadelphia has been uh, viewed favorably. So those are kind of like the top three teams. Is there another team that can get into that mix, or do you think it's just those big three? Because I have felt the entire season that my boy J.B. Bickerstaff and his squad was on the come up, but they've been a little bit inconsistent here the last month or so. Cleveland is that fifth cup of wine at the holiday party. They sneak up on you. Don't sleep on them. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that. Hey, man, I, I'm a cle- Hey, I, I'm friends with Sid Lowe. I'm friends with JB, and I'm hoping that they can come through. I just, man, I, I hope that they can get get a little bit more consistent. But you're right. Like, that's a scary team to face come to postseason. I think that a lot of people believe that Miami could do some damage. I don't think that Miami's got it this year. Something's not right with their squad. The Miami Heat? Yes. Mm, yeah. They're not in the bubble. Yeah, that, <laughs> you you just hit it on the head. It, not in the bubble. That's it. So 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 you you don't you have no faith in Miami at all. Um, I mean, I have faith in my, in God, uh, but I don't have <laughs> faith in I, I, I like I like what the Timberwolves did in bringing Kevin Love over there. But um, 
I, I think that um, they're missing a couple of pieces. Yeah. And I don't think that they, I don't know that that can be remedied in season. I think that's more of an off season uh, affair. Um, I, I look at the the you know you talk about the Milwaukee Bucks and of course they're sexy to people because they've won 14 straight. Um, but I like the, the Celtics um, and that they've been battle tested. Um, and you and I feel like they kind of came out of nowhere to some people last season. And once they beat the Nets, it was like oh wow. And then they beat the Bucks, and it's like whoa. Um, I just think that if I can encapsulate the Eastern and the Western Conference all in one big um, pot of goulash, it's not 17 or 18 when we just knew it was going to be the Warriors and the Cavs every year. Yeah, It's literally the NCAA tournament. It's anybody's ballgame. All right. The final squad that I'm going to ask you about, and I appreciate the time from your scoop, here on the Lake Show tonight. We're talking to Brandon Scoop B. Robinson here on the show. Um, the L.A. Clippers, the L.A. Clippers, they, they seem to be like they're playing better. Kawhi has looked a lot better here health-wise in the last uh, few games. It, are, are they a trustworthy bunch? And and, and that's, that's the first question. Do you believe that the Clippers could make any noise in the West? Because we all know that the West is going to be – uh, really, it's going to be kind of hard to get out of the West. But the other question about um, the Clippers that I have, too, is why do you think that they angled or wanted to be a part of the Russell Westbrook experience? Because I don't think he's a bad player like many people think he is. I agree with you. Uh, I, I, I actually think um, Russell can be exactly the Russell that he needs to be in the Clippers organization in order to win. This is the same Russell Westbrook, if I'm not mistaken, that bought a 13th seed Washington Wizards team back into contention alongside Bradley Beal. Yep. And he got the triple-double record in that season. A lot of people don't like Russ because Russ isn't what you want Russ to be. And this is not Burger King. You can't have it your way. Yeah. At the, end of the, at the end of the day, the Clippers accomplished two things. They got the two things in their organization that they needed in order to compete in the playoffs. One, Russell Westbrook, that was in a Clippers system that was point guardless. And in fact, a Clippers system that was utilizing Paul George as their de facto point guard. He and I talked about that at length. Um, you know, I told him he reminds me somewhat of. Indiana Paul George while they were in the point guard search. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Secondly, they got what they needed in the backup center, Mason Plumley, who was going to be playing meaning, meaningless minutes in a Charlotte Hornets team had they not found a way to get him. You know what Norman Powell can do. You know what Kawhi can do. Um, you, you, you know what Terrence Mann and some of the other pieces there can do. Now it's about, as I talked about that pot of goulash earlier, bringing it all together. John Wall didn't work. Um, in that system, but I think Russell will. And he didn't have to change his mailing address. He just had to move <laughs> down the hall. I know. So it worked out for everybody. I'm with you, man. I, I don't think that Russell Westbrook is as bad of a player as everybody. Number one, we know he's a Hall of Famer. We know he's going to get celebrated years from now. But at this particular point in his career, I don't think that he's – I'm not down on him, and I, it sounds like you're not as down on him as everybody else is. It wasn't a great fit with the Lakers. We, we all acknowledge that. And something just wasn't right at the end just between him and LeBron. I, I don't know what the issue was. But, um, but yeah, we're going to be paying well, attention. I can tell you. Oh, go ahead. I want to hear it. 
So I um, will tell you that right before the trade happened for him to come to Los Angeles, um, in, in April, basically, LeBron and Russ were having those conversations. Um, ultimately, the Wizards got Kyle Kuzma uh, and others in that deal. And Russ came to L.A., and they butted heads in the, in the fact that they were both two primary ball handlers. They both have to have the ball in their hands. When you play along a lot, a, a, alongside LeBron James, the only two people I feel at the guard position who were able to make that transition seamless, seamlessly was Dwayne Wade and Kyrie Irving. Most guys who are guards, who are traditional guards or at least slasher guards, mm-hmm. they got to have the ball in their hand too. Everybody can't play along with LeBron. If you look at LeBron in his game, he's never really had to change his game in any system he's been in. So they clash. Yeah. They clash stylistically. Not necessarily um, as, as, as friends or as you know, people like that, but, yeah, yep. I mean, the, the Lakers gave up a lot. The Wizards, you know, to, to get them, and, and ultimately it just didn't work, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great point, man. His name is Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Scoop B, Senior Lead NBA Insider at Valley Sports Network, also host of the Scoop B Radio Podcast. Hey, Scoop, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. We'll have to do it again before the season's over. And next time you're in town, uh, drinks and dinner on Dan Edwardson. Brother, just make sure we don't have that fifth cup of wine. But thank you, as always, for giving me the opportunity to be myself. And I look forward to talking again soon. All love, man. I appreciate it. That's Brandon Scooby Robinson joining us here on The Lake Show. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hour. We'll do that next. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. Um, that was a fun conversation that we had with Scoop B talking about the the Russell Westbrook part of the Lakers stuff and why it didn't work out. It wasn't because he's not boys anymore with LeBron James, but just the style of play and what works with LeBron's game and what doesn't. That was interesting. I found that very, very interesting, and it makes a lot of sense in terms of the other guys that he's meshed with and won championships with Dwayne Wade and Kyrie Irving. All right, coming up next, there is a documentary that I can't wait to see this coming weekend. It's going to be a great day in Twin Cities hip-hop, reflection on the culture. Ralph Crowder, he's going to join us next to break it all down on The Lake Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.